Hi, I'm Monty Sharp, and I'd like to welcome you to the Gatekeepers Initiative. What in the world is a gatekeeper, you may ask? I'm so glad you asked. The world's gatekeepers proclaim that they're protecting their community, but in reality, they're elevating themselves by denying others entrance to the community by belittling and devaluing them. God's gatekeepers protect their communities through loving devotion to those around them. They're there to encourage that which is good and reject that which brings harm. So let's take a deeper dive today in how God is calling you to be a gatekeeper. privilege of being in the studio here with Kyle Lakin. And Kyle is a, a young man that I met many years back um, when he was involved with us as a student mentor in high school. And he is actually our podcast coordinator. He's the guy that does all of the recording and makes us sound better, taking out all the dumb things that we say and stumble around on. Uh, and so we are so blessed that he's here and, and doing that with us. He's one of the guys that was pushing me to be able to say, you need to do this. And I did not like it. And he graciously uh, has uh, stood by me and encouraged me, especially in this, those first podcasts where I'm going, I had an attitude. I, there was nobody here to talk to except for a microphone. Well, Kyle was too, but he was recording me. But we've hung in there and God's really blessed. And he has been a major portion of that blessing. So Kyle, I would like for you to share a little bit of your story of kind of how you got to where you are here today in the studio. All right. I grew up uh, with uh, Christian parents. My mom and dad are uh, both uh, are Christians since I've been born, and, uh, or, you know, before then. And um, so I've been going to church, although it, um, maybe not consistently, like on and off again, like when I was little. And uh, so I would do that, and then uh, I went to a, a private Christian school um, from all the way from elementary up until middle school, and it wasn't until high school when I actually went to a public school, uh, which was for um, robotics, because I was uh, passionate about that. And then uh, when I did that, I ended up uh, hearing about student venture from my mom, because she did that when she was um, in high school. And she gave me a, a huge shove to, to join <laughs> student venture, and then I did, and I, I fell in love with it. I loved the, the environment and, the, and everything, and then uh, ended up getting involved with like, the serving and stuff, and now I'm here doing the podcast. That's awesome. I, it's funny, you, you told me a story about how you got to the first leadership meeting that you were invited to for student venture. Yes. So I, um, I uh, struggle with uh, anxiety. It's gotten, I've gotten better with it since um, like high school and, and through uh, getting a better relationship with God and, and trusting him more. But I've uh, had a problem with anxiety. And uh, so I didn't want to actually go to the first meeting because I was so anxious and like nervous about it. To where I um, didn't want to get out of the car. My mom actually had to drag me out of the car um, to get me to go to the first meeting, uh, leadership meeting. And um, also, like, uh, uh, well, this was more for robotics, but, like, um, she also, like, was like, oh, I'm not going to pick you up, so you better go to, like, the, this, this stuff that you, that I wanted to do at one point. But then, like, when it got close to it, I was like, no, I don't want to do it anymore. Never mind. Because uh, I'd get so anxious. <laughs> 
Did, did she drag you out of the car? Yeah, that, that first, the first leadership <laughs> meeting. And then once I got out of the car, I actually started walking with it. That's good. Well, you know, it, people don't realize how incredibly challenging and difficult anxiety is. Um, it is one of the, the major maladies that young people uh, are, are uh, having to deal with and work through today. Um, you know, the scripture tells us that we need to be anxious for nothing, but in all things, prayer and supplication, thanksgiving, let our requests be known to God, and the peace of God will guard our hearts and minds uh, in Christ Jesus. We see that in, in um, Philippians 4, and um, I think it's 6 and 7. And that's easy to say, but my goodness, it's not easy to deal with that. Um, I, I know that you're an incredibly brilliant young man. And it's so funny talking to you. Sometimes if you feel anxious because of other people around or whatever, it's, it's harder for you to be able to share that with some comfort, the brilliance that God has given you. Um, so I know even being here on this podcast is a challenge for you. Um, you're so good at encouraging everybody else, you know, and helping us do well. But when it comes to your time in the bucket, <laughs> it makes it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. So what is anxiety? How does that get manifested in your life? I feel like it's sort of changed, but I'd say most of the time I get, um, like, it'll be, like, right now when I get anxious about something, um, like, at this, I'm at a point to where, like, I'll, I'm still going to do it. Like, when I was in high school and, like, before, like, I was, I was I'd get so anxious to where I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like, do this and I'm not going to show up. Um, I used to... Um, uh, have it like so bad to where I'd end up making myself throw up uh like the anxiety was like so bad I'd throw up and then I was like oh I'm sick because I'm throwing up but then like as soon as like I missed the event then I felt better and stuff and it was like wow. uh, like it was even though I wanted to go at one point and then like that was just like that bad um most of the time now it actually um I'll get really bad stomach aches like before doing something that I'm like anxious about like um oftentimes and I'll know that I was like, oh, this is just an anxiety stomach ache. It's not, uh, it'll go away once I get there and I'll, um, you know, or like get to the location or like actually start doing what I need to be doing. I actually had one this morning before I left the house to come here. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, but, um, so yeah. And then I've just, uh, it was just a process of learning to like, like just push through it. Like you can't like, I mean, it's, you know, gone easier, but, like, it's not, like, gone away. It's just, like, oh, like, and then once you do get through it, it's, um, and actually, like, push through that, it's, like, oh, everything's fine. You know, it's kind of that back to feelings. Feelings are always real. Those are real feelings of anxiety. It's not always true. Yeah. And it sounds like that's what you're doing is, is when the scripture, Jesus tells us, you know, take every thought captive and obedience to Christ. That's what you're doing. You're saying, this is how I feel. It's why my stomach is turning in nuts. It's real. I feel this way. But it's not true. And so I'm not going to walk by my feelings. I'm going to walk by faith. And you show up. Wow, that's pretty doggone awesome. I know a lot of people out there are sharing, are struggling with that right now. And it's, it's nice to have some hope that they can be free of that. Probably Jesus plays a part in this also to be able to say, Lord, give me the strength. Yes, yeah. Um, oftentimes, uh, like, 
because um you know but most of like it the time it's like when i'm like uh, in the car so like uh, it really helps when i like listen to worship music like on like uh-huh. on i'm on my way to like where i'm going and stuff and like that helps uh put my mind at ease and then also like uh, just praying like oh god like please uh help help or give me peace and stuff and then like uh yeah that's, that's awesome we just got through recording before this session a podcast on snatching victory out of the jaws of defeat and the Jehoshaphat journey and and those are two of the points yeah. <laughs> that gave him victory huh yes that's funny worship and, and seeking Jesus yeah really powerful that's really good well um you're part of a team also I know that you've got a heart you've got a gift of helps and um Kyle, what what is your, what is your major right now in college? Uh, right now, I'm uh, majoring in mechatronics engineering, which is a mix of mechanical and electrical engineering, and it's a new major. I'm lucky to be part of the first like cohort at my college to graduate um, with this major. Awesome. You're looking for employment at this point in time too, correct? And yes. So, if any of you that are in listening uh, uh, reach out there, have a know of an opening in that direction Kyle would love to to hear from you on that you can contact us at student venture so that would be awesome check out our website so back to the anxiety end of things I know that that has been uh, a difficulty but you're part of an incredible team you know you've got this gift of helps um, and it's manifested in some most wonderful ways thank you that I get I'm part of the recipient of your gift of helps um, but you're part of a, a team uh, that was put together by Reggie back in your high school years. Yes. And he recognized that gift of helps in you. And so how is that being manifested today for you? How are you, what do you, how are you being used by Jesus? So I've been a part of this team for a while now, like you said, and uh, I am mostly like in this team, like the, the, the tech guy, I guess, is the best way to describe <laughs> it, um, in which... Uh, uh, I've started serving um, like in, in church like as a sound and, and lighting guy and like uh, when we go to like camps and stuff I'll, um, I've uh, been working uh, with Reggie and like we'll uh, bring like lights that he's purchased um, uh, and stuff and set that up for like the camps and um, just running the sound and figuring that out as well as um, we got into um, uh, flying drones and stuff like he got one and then I, I got a research um, I did research with my school and ended up getting um, money for that, and I bought my own drone, and uh, we would take take pictures at camp and stuff, and then uh, we're actually going to go tomorrow to scout out a uh, campsite that we were planning on uh, doing a summer camp at. Um, and we're going to be using the drones uh, there. To do a promotion? Um, Promotional? Yeah, promotional. That's awesome. That is awesome. You know, I, um, I love the fact that you have that talent. I look at you and go, wow, I'd love to have that talent. And then I realize I do when you're hanging out with me. <laughs> I've got your talent, which is really good. And, and for somebody that is a little shyer, has the anxiety challenges that are there, the, did the team element of serving Jesus help you? Yes, the team element of serving Jesus is amazing um, because there's people that are going to like take over like the the talking to other people i guess aspect of it more or um like even like i've 
we're able to fill in each other's uh, strengths and weaknesses in a way. Um, like I, I'm able to to provide that which like other or like you know my skill set and like other like they're like oh let's you know I, like I don't want to do this. But then uh, like people are like with networking and like you know like all uh, that's Reggie's specialty um, is networking and then um, also just like but. Uh, he's not that good with admin, so then we have Maddie, who's like really good at like doing the administration side of things for for everybody, and then uh, Lindsay's like the creative um, design and stuff, and it's a really great fit. And then um, uh, like Haley on the worship leader and stuff, so it's a really fun team to be a part of, and um, we all like work well together, and it's fun. When Ecclesiastes talks about two are better than one because there's a greater return for the labor, uh, Ecclesiastes four nine. That's a powerful statement. And, you know, we know that the one and only time that Jesus said in all of creation, every day he made creation, at the end of the day, he would say, it is good. You know, it's like, this is cool. This, it is good. So every day he would say at the end of the day, it is good. Except one day he said, it is not good. And when he said it was not good, it was not good for man to be alone. Wow, that's a crazy statement. Here's man in the midst of the perfect creation environment, a perfect creation, walking with the perfect creator. And God said, it's not good for man to be alone. He said, man needs to have others made after his own kind. And so uh, this concept of teamwork and people coming together, to serve Jesus together using the gifts that God's giving them. It's an incredibly powerful thing. And I've watched that with you all. You work so well together. You have fun together. You play together. Uh, you, you get up in each other's grills on occasionally and say, hey, this is not who you are, man. You know, this is who Jesus made you to be. And because you believe the best in each other and you love each other. And that is powerful. I hope people are listening to that. Because especially like in this pandemic, people have been so isolated. And the enemy wins in that. It's not who God uh, created us to be. He wants us to be with others. So finding those people that, that have a like calling, not necessarily like skill set. That, that was great, that gift set that you, that you brought up, that everybody has a different set of giftings, but they come together for the, the same cause, the same purpose. That is pretty awesome. And I just encourage, if you're listening out there, Check in with your church, check in with a local ministry, check in with Student Venture, you know, and find a place where you can connect with others and, and allow Jesus to be able to use you in such a powerful way. He sure has with you, Kyle. Pretty awesome. Yes, yeah, it is really awesome. And, and, and it also is even part of your, probably a little bit of your social life also in, with that kind of connection. Yeah, um... Right, yeah, I would say, um, like they're they're on the my closer friends and stuff awesome. is was with that is because of that. You know, I I, I like the the fact that okay, you're graduating from college, you've got all this enormous pressure on you right now to finish your uh, robotic uh, project to be able to graduate with, um, and you've got the pressure of finding a job and what job is Jesus wants you to be doing. I'm I'm hoping and praying that somehow that'll work it out where you stay close to us uh, because you are making such an impact at, at the church that you're working in, which is Impact Church, uh, and with Reggie there as a youth pastor. 
uh, with Student Venture uh, around the valley with these podcasts. I mean, you've just got your hands in so many things using the gifts that God's given you. And I don't want to see you move away, so I'm praying selfishly that it'll be here that you'll be working. Um, and you can pray out there, too, that that would be the case. <laughs> um, I really believe Jesus said, you have not because you ask not, so I pray hard. But doing that, you do it in a very unique fashion. Most people go, I couldn't do ministry because I'm not a pastor. I don't know how to preach. You know, I don't know how to be a, a, you know, a, a, a pastor's spouse, or I don't know how to lead worship. And they, they see these upfront giftings. But you've got unique gifts and, and skill sets. In fact, a lot of them you didn't have originally. If I remember the story correctly, you were sitting in church when you kind of felt the tug to, to learn how to do sound. Is that true? Um, yeah. Well, I like I was, yeah, I didn't start until, like, I didn't learn start learning how to do it until, um, I would say, like, halfway through high school. But um, I'd say ever since like elementary, like like um, when I went to like the private school and stuff, and we go to, to to church, I've always been like like I want to know like how the the light the board works and like you know how they control the lights. So I've always been interested in it. And then uh, one day somebody asked the question, "Does anybody want to learn how to do the soundboard at the church I was at?" And I was like, "I do." And then I was like the only person that that raised my hand at that point in time. Um, and then I ended up getting like super involved, and then got onto like the the sound team and like was doing the the soundboard on on Sundays as well as um, for youth group on Wednesdays, and then um, right now I'm actually because uh, I've been out of practice for a while. I'm like retraining my ear and stuff to to do the the soundboard um, at Impact right now. So I'll, wow, be, the, I'll be there on a Sunday morning, like early, uh, learning how wow. to set everything up and stuff. That's awesome. So yeah, and that is a critical point, isn't it? Yeah. How important is the sound guy in a ministry on Sunday morning? I would say that uh, they're very critical because if you know you don't have somebody that knows how to how to to do the volumes and stuff, then the the pastor would just have to like yell at the top of their lungs to to be able to to get everybody to be able to hear them or something. You or know? you get the squeals or, or, and, yeah. and you know, mics. Yeah, that is really. Or yeah, feedback and stuff. Yep. They're able to turn it on, and then even like just trying to. Um, like, I mean, the people who, uh, the musicians on the worship team, like, are, like, super talented, but, like, even, like, just trying to get, like, the right, like, levels, like, the balance of the instruments as well to where you could hear everything, um, in, like, unison is, yeah. like, like, one of the main goals. The perfect blend? Yeah, the, the blend, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's funny because we don't want to create a, an entertainment show on stage on Sunday mornings, but... We, we do need to be able to make things attractive, you know, that where we, we want to listen, we want to hear. Uh, and that means somebody's got to do a lot of work in the background to be able to make that happen. Thank you for being one of those guys. And for those of you that are listening, good reminder again. You know, it's not always about being up front. There's so many people that are putting the pieces together and holding the pieces together that make the whole picture available to be able to impact the people around them so find out what your giftings are and use them just like kyle has was it easy at first actually i would say that 
I sort of like like when I started going to, to youth group for the first time I sort of felt it like natural to like uh, try to ask like um, like how could I help like set up and stuff or like even like like cleaning up like I found myself pretty soon like learning how everything was like before this was like before learning the sound and whatnot but just how to, to help like set up everything and, and close up and and I was hanging out at extra and then um, so like I started out like that way um, and then uh, I just had like a I don't know it's like I find just be joy in being uh, able to help you know or like have a like a satisfaction and like um, like knowing that that I was able to make a difference and stuff for other people and it, and it was easier for you because you're operating in your gift set you know the Lord has given when we give our life to the Lord uh, Holy Spirit gives each of us gifts supernatural gifts or uh, gift or gifts and he gives them to us not for us to be able to unwrap and cherish and hold into our lap but rather to be able to to affect the kingdom of God to make a difference in the world and it's a supernatural empowerment and so it's a lot easier it's more fruitful it doesn't mean it is easy but it's a lot easier because we're operating in God's strength and his power and it's funny because you took the baby steps to do that you know you looked and when the Lord stirred your curiosity you stepped into that you kept pursuing you kept taking the next step and then the Lord just kind of kept raising you up. You're doing sound. I mean, I, I don't think you, you, you actually did podcasts for somebody else a while back for a short while. Is that correct? Yeah, I did a, uh, the audio for a different podcast. I think it was only like eight episodes or so, and then we stopped maybe 10. Um, and then uh, that actually really helped out with even being able to to record this and like the mistakes that we made in the first one because that was you know the first one I'd done and uh like the, even like the also like the effort I I feel like I had a different heart at the moment like towards like that aspect of things and how podcasts could affect or like have influence on people too so there's a change in heart as well it's cool so as you step out you keep taking those steps the Lord keeps growing you are you glad yeah I'm really glad is it now part of your identity? Yes, I would say that it is a, a part of my identity. All right, so you're kind of known as the tech guy. Yeah. You like that title? I do. I actually enjoy that title. I think it's fun. And then even like um, uh, this, this is actually, it goes like outside of just doing like tech for church, like um, even like around my house or like um, when I was in like robotics, um, I don't know, because I, I got really interested in programming when I was in, in high school in robotics. So like people would come over me and ask me for help uh, like with their program or like someone asked me with help with the computer like at home and then like oh you know I mean sometimes like I'd actually need to fix something but most of the time I would like go over and then it just works like for them and it's like really funny and it's like what it's like really weird um but it's uh, really really funny and then like uh, I'm able to just you know like help out like with various different like technology stuff like TV problems and like that and it's just been like. I think someone like uh, described me as like a learner. Like I enjoy to like learn how things work and like how to do it. And I, I actually agree with that. Um, I do enjoy to know how things work and being able to to do that. So it's awesome. Yeah, that's an expansion of the gift of helps. I I love that about you. That um, there's an old expression. You're from Missouri, and the idea behind that is Missouri is the show me state. How it got its name, I don't know. But apparently everybody that came out of Missouri for a lot of years 
you know, when somebody'd say something about this or that or the other, they'd go, well, show me. <laughs> and I'm kind of that way too. I want to know. I want to know why it happens when I'm sold out to Jesus. You know, a pastor would say something and I go, show me. Where does it say that in the Word of God? And, and how do I know the Word of God is the Word of God? And, you know, show me. And that kind of a curiosity, that kind of heart to know is a really healthy thing. Not everybody has it, and, and that's great uh, if you're comfortable where you are w- with places. But if that is you, don't sit back and do nothing about that curiosity. That nudge, that encouragement to know, if you get up and you start digging, it's amazing the things that you will find out and how that blesses you and other people. Thank you for being obedient to that. That's a great example for us to be following. And you're, how old are you now, Kyle? I'm uh, 22 currently. You're 22. That's crazy that God's already got you doing all these kinds of things. And I want to say it's just beginning, but it began quite a few years ago. But it's definitely going to be taking some quantum leaps here uh, very soon. So if, if you've got advice to people that are listening to this podcast to how to work through anxiety, um, how to discover their gifts, uh, or at least to um, grow in those uh, to be more successful in life. Um, what would you say? Uh, one thing that I want to say, and I don't know if I know how to, how to like a good way to say this, uh, but I was going to say um, one thing, and then this is just sort of like a, what something that helped me and it happened to be my mom uh, giving me the push but like when you're dealing with anxiety it helps if you have somebody that's like able to like give you like the 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 nudge to do it like um, especially like if they're in like a a good place with god and like they're like you know like oh yeah this is this is like great for you and like actually getting you know just starting that and then like even like reggie uh uh my mom and him had uh, communication and stuff and he uh would give me uh nudges like even like in um like during like the the student like the leadership meetings and stuff and like um like uh calling on me to pray in front in front of a group of people and whatnot and like i like helping me just get over it because it's like once it's i would say like the anxiety is mostly to do with like new stuff not always but like like i think the worst anxiety is when it's especially when it's something new and i haven't like done it before um like even if i want to do it and then it's like really bad and you just need like that that nudge to like do it and then it gets easier and you're like oh yeah i've done this before that's awesome i'm gonna stay on this anxiety topic for just a minute because i know people are out there and and there's a lot of people that don't understand it i mean what do you mean what does anxiety look like for you is it fear is it uh the fear of failure is it fear of rejection is it fear of not fitting in what is it so I think like I mean, I don't, like the the way that I think of it is um it's just like I, I would say it is a fear um that you get um or like like a uh I mean I guess anxious or like anxious the word what I mean that's like close cuz anxiety anxious um but it's like a when I I'm about to do something and like I have anxiety towards it it's like a like a I don't know if it's a fear of of doing it it's just a I don't know what it would be a fear of it's just a like a feeling of just like yeah i guess it's just like a fear of like what could go wrong and stuff i guess yeah. in a way like like you know like i don't know what's going to happen like you know like it's a uh i'm not in control i guess type thing i guess this is, Ooh, that's i've never really never thought about it this way before this is yeah. a newer way but yeah like a, i don't know what's going to happen i'm not in control like like i you know i don't want to put myself out there and stuff like i want to stay safe in a sort of in a way like doing 
what I've already done. And I feel like that's the, a great way to describe it. And maybe a fear of what other people are going to say or how they're going to respond to you or... Yeah, I, I, would, I think I do have a... a um, uh, I don't like acknowledge it that much, but I have like a, I'm a people pleaser. Uh, I, I do like people to, to have good opinions of me, uh, like however, um, you know, like I don't like uh, making mistakes or, or messing up. So that is also a, a, a big aspect of like where the fear comes from. It's like, oh, yeah. There's really only one that we need to hear say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And that's Jesus, right? Yeah. But at the same token, part of that is wanting to bless people and be part of, you know, of God's hands and feet and words and resources to be able to encourage people and and that means doing the best that you can do on behalf of the Lord doing it as unto him so that's kind of a fine line sometimes between man pleaser and God pleaser yeah you know and I think that the, the, what makes the difference in that line is whether my heart is sweet with Jesus and I'm doing this to glorify him and bless his people because I love them too or whether it's all about me. You yeah. Know, I want you to like me. I want you to think I'm awesome. That's a place of insecurity. But when we're with Jesus, when we're walking with him, it gives, makes a, a big difference. And, and that's one of the things I've seen change in you. You know, I see your heart to serve is, is stronger even than it ever was before. And it's more fruitful than it ever was before. And I think that's because of your relationship with Jesus being more powerful than it ever was before. And, it's, and, and I don't mean being perfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I know that it's not always easy. You know, people go, oh, to be a good Christian, I've got to be at church every Sunday, and I've got to be a Bible study, and I've got to be, uh, you know, I've got to read the Word every day, three hours, and pray until my knees are camel knees. Uh, and that's not where God's heart is. You know, the bottom line, his heart is just to say, hey, I want to have an intimate relationship with you. Yeah. And that may look different every day. Yes. It may be in the Word today. I'd prefer to be it there regularly, but sometimes our schedules are different. So maybe it's just you thinking about me and talking to me and praying for me and being available to do what I ask you to do. And you're really good at that. I was going to say, I think that that made me think of, um, like, that's even sort of like something I had, uh, like, struggled with, like, before. Like I, before, I would say like a huge problem I had when I was in middle school was I actually had um, like depression. I think it was because of the anxiety, but it was like a mix of because uh, I didn't have a, the actual relationship with, with God until I'd say high school or like it was the transition between middle school and high school. I went to the Bible boot camp for the first time, which ah. is, you know, event from Student Venture and NASA equipped. And um, I heard the gospel message again, and then that time it just clicked in my brain and stuff. And then, like, I was like, oh, and then it's like, you know, not about, um, I don't know. I always, I always had, like, a fear that I wasn't saved and stuff, like, when I was in elementary to middle school. And it was... That's a pretty and, scary and miserable fear. Yeah, huh? it was. It was. Yeah, yeah, what happens if I die? I go to hell for the rest of my life? <laughs> yeah. Not a good place to look. Well, I am thankful for who you are. I, I am thankful. And one, one last thing along that line, you talked about identity as, as tech man. Uh, I, I, people are struggling today a lot and uh, trying to, to create their identity. And, and more times than not, they're putting on masks. Um, social media enables so many people to 
convey a faux um, figure of who they really are. And that's a lonely place because you don't like me, you like this faux identity that I've created. And if you really knew who I was, then you wouldn't like me. And so that's a self-defeating effort. But when you discover who you are in Jesus and the gifts and the calling that he's got in your life, boy, it makes things so much sweeter, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really does. And I see that really strong in you. So if there's anybody out there struggling in that area, um, encourage you to sit down and talk to somebody that loves Jesus and that can help you be free of, so to speak, walking under false colors, you know, and being freed up. Jesus said, if you'll abide in my word, you're truly my disciples. You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And that's free to be who God created you to be, free from all the, the weird things that are out there. We need to know the real you, and only Jesus can help you to discover that and to live that around others, uh, working through the anxieties and everything else that are there. Thanks, Kyle, for being an example for that. Thanks for sharing with us today, and uh, Lord bless you, my brother. We're all going to be, all, you're all hear that? We're all going to be praying for the Lord to be able to find a place for you that you can continue to grow with him and be used in such a powerful way. So if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss another episode of Monty Sharp and the Gatekeepers Initiative. Don't forget, each of us has our gates of influence in our lives that can radically change the world around us. Thanks again for joining us today. I'm looking forward to being with you again next time. May the Lord richly and wonderfully bless you.